Hello, everyone, and welcome back to OK Yup. Happy Sunday. Happy Sunday, not happy Sunday. Happy Sunday, if it's Sunday when you're listening, or happy day, if it's a different day. Um, I hope you all had an amazing start to your new year, and what has it been like? It's been about nine days since the new year, so I hope it's all been going fantastic, and it has treated you well so far. Um, so far, so good for me. Right now, I'm here back at school for preseason for track, drinking my coffee. That was my coffee. Um, my cold brew, actually. Made it myself, courtesy of Grace, who got that for me for Christmas. Um, it's been a pretty chill day because this whole week has been, like, consisting of, like, practices and competing and stuff, so this is the off day, which it's been nice to just kind of lay low. I've been doing a lot of cleaning. I washed my sheets starting off the year, right? Um, I wash my sheets. Maybe this is really disgusting. I shouldn't out myself, but I wash my sheets once a month and I feel like I should be doing it more. But as a college student, I think it's good that I do it that much and I'm very regular with it. Like I do it the same time every month. Um, but I washed my sheets. I did like a deep clean, like with spray, like, what do you call it? Like, uh, cleaning spray. I don't know, but I like did a deep clean with that. I vacuumed. I still need to fold some more laundry, and yeah, I kind of. It's been a good day of just hanging low, cleaning, getting ready for the, this upcoming week. However, I was driving today, and my car. I got the warning light on and then it made a pop when I um, started it. So I have to get that checked out tomorrow, hopefully. But besides that, good day. Um, a positive thing about today, I mean, I kind of already talked about my day, but I'll do a little encapsulation of the past 24 hours. Um, I had a meet yesterday and that was a lot of fun. It was pretty chill and low stress because there wasn't too many people there. Um, where I ran the mile and the four by four and both were really fun. And during it, the, just because it's like an indoor track and like, there's not much, it's not outdoors. So it's different feeling. I, (laughs) after I finished running, it felt like I was coughing up blood. It hurt so bad. Like the, I don't know what it was like the ventilation, just like the dryness of an indoor track. But it was so painful, and I was like, am I, like, down for the count? I did not know what was happening, and it stayed that way for a really long time, but now I feel good, um, and, but that was really fun to have the first meet of 2022 yesterday, um, and this past week of preseason has just been really fun doing, getting in better shape and spending time with the team. We all went sledding the other day, which was super fun, um, and... Yeah, it's just been a good couple of days. Um, For the national day it is, I only have national days today, not international. So for today, it's National Apricot Day. Apricot? Apricot. Apricot. That. And National Static Electricity Day. So go celebrate those if those resonate with you. And tomorrow, if you're listening to this, um, the day after it comes out, is National Clean Off Your Desk Day. So take initiative. Go clean off your desk, start new year, new you, and start fresh. 
today I'm going to be talking about pet peeves. Sorry. I know that's one of your pet peeves, all of you, when my (laughs) computer buzzes during this. But here's the thing. I always explain myself. I just don't want to put it on Do Not Disturb because, first of all, I don't really know how. Second, I don't want to have to remember. Like, I'm going to forget to put it on. Like, have the sound on again and then I'm not going to hear everything. I don't know. It's this weird thing. My phone's on silent, but not my computer. Hang on. Coffee break. Okay. So we're going to be talking about pet peeves, which is something that I've been toying with for a while. Now I've realized I'm a person who I think actually in the past year, I've developed a lot less pet peeves than I've had in the past. Like I... I feel like I used to have a lot more pet peeves and I've over the past year I've become a lot more like chill and a lot more patient. That's that's the word. I think this past year I've developed a new sense of patience that I've never had before because I used like that used to be one of my biggest flaws with being impatient, but I do think that I'm becoming better about it. So these are the pet peeves that I've thought of right off the bat for currently, but I'm sure there's more and I'm sure there used to be more. So And also, this is not a call to anyone. These are literally just things, little things that make my skin crawl. But people got to continue living their lives the way they do. So this is not a call out or for me to impose negativity or anything on other people. This is literally just some of my own pet peeves. Um, But if you're listening to these and some of them ring true to you, hope we can uh, relate to on some of those. And... Let me know some of your pet peeves by either using the Instagram or the email because I'd love to hear from all of you. All right, let's get started. Okay, so number one, this is very niche and very much just a me problem. Um, Raising your hand with only like one or two fingers. I don't, I wish I could show it, but like picture this. Picture someone's in your class and they raise their hand to answer a question, but instead of raising their whole hand, they kind of leave their pinky and their ring finger limp while holding up their thumb and their pointer and middle finger. I'm doing it right now, but obviously you can't see me. Um, This grinds my gears for no reason and I have no right to be upset with this, but it really does. And I'm just like, use your whole hand. Like, why why do you have to just use, like, two fingers to raise your hand? Use your whole hand. I don't know. It's not doing anything. It's not saving time. It's not – I don't know. It just really bothers me. Number two, when people say something like – this is just an example, but anything in this regard. I know who so-and-so likes, but I'm not going to tell you. You know? Or, like, they start to tell a story and they're like – Oh my gosh, did you hear what happened at Sandra's party last night? I can't tell you. <laughs> like, why would you start it, you know? Like, just continue what you're going to say. Like, I don't talk to anyone. Who do you think I'm going to tell? I'm not going to spread these rumors. And if you're really nervous of it, don't tell me in the first place. Because half the time, they want you to ask. So a lot of times, I don't. But it's still making my skin crawl. But I don't because I'm like, you want me to ask. You want me to ask what what the fuss is about i just don't get why people do that i'm like either don't say it or do don't say half of it and then say that you can't say the rest i'm a trusting person you can tell me the rest i'm trying to think of another example like 
Oh my gosh, did you hear why so-and-so got sent to the principal's office? I do, but I'm not going to tell you. Like, why? Why? Let me know. Sorry. Okay, the next thing, slow turners. And I mean in a car. When people are driving in a car in front of me and I see them, they're usually already driving a little slow. And by slow, I probably mean the speed limit (laughs) or a little bit under. And then they go to turn in the wherever direction they're going, like onto a different street. And I'm going the same way. Or, yeah, we'll say I'm going the same way. And their turn is so slow that I'm about to hit them. I'm like, why do you need – like, trust me. I get it. You're being safe. You're, you're really taking the turn slow. But you don't need to come to almost a complete stop during the turn. Like, I hate it. I'm like, just keep going. Obviously, slow down a little bit, but, like, you can make it. You can do the turn. Uh, <laughs> in, um, along the same lines of slow turners, I have slow walkers. When people are in front of me and they are walking so incredibly slow. Sorry. When they're in front of me and they're walking so, inc- so incredibly slow, I'm like, do you not feel that I'm behind you and I'm, like, trying to walk at a regular pace and you're walking so slow or like they're on their phone and they don't realize I'm behind them maybe I'm just like overly hyper aware and I'm like and maybe I can always just sense when people are behind me or around me but I'm like how do you not know that I'm behind you and that you're standing in the middle of the hallway and then I'm I can't go around you but you're going so slow and then I feel like if I do pass them it seems condescending or like it seems passive aggressive, but I'm not trying to make it. I'm like, I'm just trying to get to from point A to point B at a regular pace. And I, me going my regular pace means walking faster than you. But then I feel like if I do, it seems like I'm like, like, oh my gosh, I feel like it's like such a passive aggressive thing, but I don't mean it to be. But I'm like, just pick up the pace a little bit. We all got things to do. I know this is also a me thing because not everyone in life is rushing as much as me. But I'm like, please, please. Um, number five. Okay, this is along the same lines. When people take up the whole hallway. So say there's like a group of friends. There's maybe four of them. They're all walking in one line down the hallway that you can't get around them. They're usually walking slow also. So then I'm just stuck behind them, basically in their conversation but then it does, I don't want to seem like I'm lurking, but I'm clearly walking slow, but I can't get around them. I'm like, do a little two-by-two two action or like walk fast. I don't know. I'm just like, why are you taking up the entire hallway? Don't be that person. This is the one. I'm like, everyone, you can do whatever you want. Like, just don't be this person. <laughs> um, I I remember when I went to, when I was going to high school, I was talking to my sister and I was like, what do I need to know to get, like, before going to high school? Like, oh my gosh, I'm so nervous for this and this. And she's like, honestly, just don't take up the entire hallway with your friends. And that rang, tr- and that rang true in my head for so long. And I feel like it very much is, like, a newcomer thing to the school. Um, like, if you're in high school or something. And then, but even now in college, I'm like, come on, come on. We don't... Like we all, and again, if you guys are the only ones in the hallway, then sure, take it, take the whole thing up. But if it's like a busy hallway or if like people are trying to get around you, 
let them by. Create a little path. I don't know. I don't know. That one frustrates me. Um, number six, no turn signals. Something that drives me crazy almost as much as slow turners is no turn signals. So they'll either come to a very they'll start going really slow, but I don't know why because they're not putting their turn signal on and then they go to turn. I'm like, oh, well, that would have made a lot more sense if they put their turn signal on. Like, that's the law. You have to indicate where you're going. And if I'm behind you and you suddenly get super slow, what am I supposed to do? I just think that it's going to mess me up, you know? Hang on, coffee break. Um... There, when I'm in my hometown, there's this one street where I feel like people always do this. And it's not like, I mean, every street in my in my town is like pretty quiet, but like this one's not like one of the, this is one of the main roads in my town. And they're always, no one's using a turn signal. And I'm like, why are you doing this? It's messing me up and I'm going to hit you. I don't ever, but you know, you know what I mean? Um, number seven. Oh, when people scratch their nail polish off. I am not a nail polish connoisseur. If you know me, I always have very much cracked nail polish on and I literally don't take my nail polish off until it falls off. It's very rare that I actually use nail polish remover to take it off. Like I shouldn't be talking about this, but when people take their like one fingernail and start scratching away at their nail polish on another nail, it that's nails on a chalkboard for me. It makes my like the goosebumps on my arms go up. It makes me like get chills. I don't know why it's so disgusting to me. There's this one scene in the movie Juno, and I can't watch it because there she's like in a waiting room and people are like playing with their fingernails and stuff, and they're one of the people is scratching their nail polish off, and it. Like, I I want to throw up right now thinking about it. I'm, like, getting nauseous. Like, I hate it so much. Like, I'd rather – and it's so weird because, like, if you – this is going to sound gross. But if people, like, bite their, like, fingernails or, like, if they, like, peel their their nail polish off, like, with their teeth, I don't get as, like, heaved out. It's really just, like, that nail on – oh, my gosh. I just almost did it to for an example. But it, I'm getting – oh, I'm getting chills. <laughs> Okay, number eight. Oh, this is annoying. Leaving poop bags on the side of the trail. So a lot of times people will take their dogs on the trails, as they should, and the dog will poop, and then they'll put it in a poop bag and leave it. And I know a lot of times people leave it so they can continue their walk and then come back. They grab the bag so they can throw it away at home. But a lot of times they just leave it. Like, I'd rather your dog do his business and then just leave that because that's more natural than leaving a plastic bag with their business in it for you not to take back with you to throw away and just leaving it in the woods. Because I think a lot of times people forget about it. You know, like sometimes I'm walking or I'm running and I see just a bunch of like dog trash bags all over the trails. And I'm like, that's so, that's so much like trash that you're leaving there. Like just take it with you or just let the dog do its business because just go further into the woods off the trail or remember your bag. Number nine, this, so say, when, okay, I'll, I'll say it first. When people go like, you look tired or you don't look good or you look sick. I don't know, like what, like one of those things are like, or you look 
I don't know, just like when they comment about how you look in that regards, like if I were to be like, oh, I didn't get a lot of sleep last night. And someone's like, yeah, you look really tired. I'm like, I know. Or if I remember this in middle school, I would always try to like fake sicknesses to leave because I had <laughs> I was so anxious. So I would always be, be like faking a stomach ache or faking a headache because I want to go to the nurse and leave class. And every time I would tell my this one girl, I'd be like, oh, I have a stomach ache. And she'd be like, yeah, you don't look good. Which means I just didn't look good because I was never sick. But this she would do it every time. <laughs> and which is honestly my fault because I should not have been doing that. Um, but <laughs> I just thought it was funny how every time she's like, yeah, you don't look good. I'm like, oh, that's just my face. Um, or say I'm like frazzled and I and I walk in somewhere and someone's like, like, you look chaotic or you you look like you've had a bad day. Oh, or mm, I actually don't know if I can say this example because it might be, <laughs> I'm not going to say this example, but if someone's like, you look like you got no sleep, you look like you had a long night. Like, yeah, I know. Don't, <laughs> don't tell me that. I'm already aware. Um, number 10. Whoa. Number 10, victimizing. So some times people always want to be the victim in a situation and I'm not perfect and sometimes I do this myself but I at least try to be like oh what I did in the situation was not the right thing to do or yeah I'm going to apologize in the situation when when someone just makes some type of conflict or some type of like something all about them and that they're the victim of it they did nothing wrong they they didn't provoke the conflict of any kind. And sometimes that is what happened. But like uh, most times conflict is caused by two people and it's not just one person's the bad guy, one person's the good guy. And so when someone can't take responsibility for their own actions and they have to be the victim in every situation, I'm like, come on. Like it's more noble to me if you admit what you did wrong and you say that you were like acted inappropriately in the situation I don't know like and again like I said I'm I'm guilty of this myself but I really try to be like hyper aware of when I do something wrong I'm like okay that wasn't that was uncalled for on my on my end of things and then number 11 bragging now this obviously goes without saying but I just want to elaborate a lot of times you're something that you're bragging about you're like work can just speak for itself and so you don't need to talk about it all the time or you don't need to like shove it in people's faces because if you're really talented at something it'll speak for itself and everyone will see how amazing you are without needing to sell yourself to everyone and needing to project that onto everyone else you know that really bothers me Okay, so now that I've stated my pet peeves, I kind of wanted to compare mine to the top 10 pet peeves of the population. And I think I'm, the site I'm looking at is just based in America. So I'm going to look at the top 10 biggest pet peeves in America. The site, the site for this is called thetop10s.com um, and see how much mine align with or if I forgot any and just kind of evaluate them. So the number one on this mouth noises slash chewing with mouth open 
Um, I find this gross, but it's not like a pet peeve of mine. It's not something that I think of. I feel like not a lot of people do this in my presence. Like none of my friends or my family does this. And so I guess that's not something I usually deal with. But if it's something that happened repeatedly, then it would get to me. However, it's not something I think of right away when I think of my pet peeves. Number two, people who use the word your, Y-O-U-R, instead of your, Y-O-U apostrophe R-E. Actually, this does bother me. Whenever I see people type this, like on a comment on like TikTok or something or whatever it might be, or even like in a paper, I don't know. I just feel like it's a very easy way for people to, or to make yourself look unprofessional. And I know grammar is not everyone's, um, what's it called? Grammar, forte. Grammar is not everyone's forte. Clearly, um, vocab isn't mine. Um, but I feel like that's one of the examples that can make writing seem a little less um, professional. But I do understand that grammar can be tough sometimes. But that I guess that is kind of one of my pet peeves. Number three, poor driving etiquette. I have, I have done that. <laughs> I have said this in mine. Um, the examples are like, they pull out in front of you and then do 20 miles an hour. Yes. Slow drivers. Yep. Um, yeah, just bad drivers in general. So yes. Number four, not washing hands after using the restroom. Um, this isn't one of my pet peeves because I don't witness it from anyone because usually everyone's doing their own thing by themselves. I always wash my hands. So that's, I'm kind of just on top of my own habits. If I knew that someone didn't wash their hands repeatedly, I'd probably get, or I would get grossed out. Um, but this is not one that I think of right off the bat. And if I am in a public restroom, I've never seen anyone like do this. Number five, mean schoolgirls. Well, yeah, this is not one of my pet peeves, but um, this is just something that shouldn't be a thing, especially middle school. Middle school girls are ruthless. Speaking from experience as a middle school girl, I was either the mean girl in some situations or the girl who was getting I don't want to say bullied because I was not bullied the girl who's getting picked on I've been on both sides of this and yeah middle schoolers are tough I think I think in um high school people kind of grow out of it but once you hit if you're still like a mean girl or mean boy but this example that they gave was mean girls um if you're still a mean girl, like after eighth grade, I'm like, all right, come on, let's grow up now. Number six, the naming of celebrity couples. What? I don't really know what this means. Um, oh, wait, what? <laughs> oh, so I guess what the example saying, I had to read a little bit, is what celebrity couples, how they name their children, how their names are just kind of out there. I really don't have a problem with names that are more out there. I think it's I mean, I personally wouldn't name my future kids some of the extremely rare names that some of the celebrities do, but I'm like, it's their kid, it's their life, has no effect on me. So I, that's not, not one of my pet peeves. <clears throat> Number seven, people who throw trash from their car window as they drive. Yes, not only is littering a pet peeve, but it's illegal. Like you can get fined for it. And that's what's creating the problem in this earth. So that should speak for itself. Yes, littering is awful. Eight, when people copy you in every way. Well, no one really copies me. <laughs> like, I, all my friends are their own individual personalities. And 
I mean, me and my friends, we like take jokes from each other and like pick up habits, but it's not like copying. Um, and it's not like I've ever worked with someone or gone to school with someone who just like flat out copies me. So I guess I've never experienced this. I honestly would be kind of flattered. I, gu- I guess it would go to a certain extent because no one's really copied me in every way, but that's not one of my pet peeves. Number nine, screaming children in temper tantrums. Um, This isn't one of my pet peeves because like it can be annoying, but I'm like, I feel more bad for the parents because they're probably embarrassed. They're the ones that are stressed out. They're the ones that are really overwhelmed. And so it doesn't really have too much of an effect on me. Yeah. Like I said, it might be a little annoying, but it's kids are unpredictable and sometimes they're going to scream and throw temper tantrums. And I feel more bad for the parents than I do for me. And 10, cell phone drivers. Yeah. I think everyone is a, everyone kind of does this to some extent, whether it's changing the music or um, doing whatever. Like I've really tried to stay on top of not doing this. I don't text and I don't like talk on the phone while holding my phone. I make sure I'm on next speaker or something. Um, But yeah, just don't be on your phone because that is actually very dangerous for everyone involved. Um, oh, wait, there's more than just top 10. There's how many are them? Okay. I'm not going to do all these because there's literally 25. Um, I'll do three more. How about, okay. 11, putting others down. Yes. A lot of times when people are insecure about their own issues, they put others down to make themselves feel better. And the way I see it, I'm like, you can't change them. They can't change you. So just be uplifting toward everyone and you're going to feel better about yourself and about the other person. And again, I've been insecure by other people and I've felt less than, but at the end of the day, you feel much better when you're just nice to everyone. Um, Number 12, overuse of the word like. I'd say yes, but I do this myself, as you've probably heard in this one episode on itself. And the last one I'll do is movie talkers. Yeah. See, I don't really care, but see, I can be kind of like an excited movie talker. I'm not the biggest movie person, but if there is a movie I'm really passionate about, I'll be watching it with someone. I'm like, and then this is what happens. Look, look, like I'll get just get really excited. But when people ask questions during movies or like, I did like again, or do something, chances are the movie's going to answer that question for you. But I guess it doesn't really bother me as long as it's not happening during the entire movie. So I guess I agreed with some of the top, I guess that was like 13 biggest pet peeves of the United States, but some of them were human. That to say, some of mine are, <laughs> I know are so niche and nitpicky. Like the raising your hand one, I I totally know that that's not normal to be annoyed with, but that's just me. I hope you all enjoyed listening to this pet peeves podcast. Hmm peeves podcast um and i know it was something that i was gonna do a couple weeks ago and but then last week was the new year's episode so now i gotta i had to do that one but i was able to do the pet peeves one for this week so god i well glad i got that done a new segment i want to add at the end of each episode usually do my um weekly segments at the beginning such as the national or international day it is, and the positive thing that happened that day. 
I want to add one at the end of the episode, which is going to be snack of the week. I always have a different food or snack of the week that is so random that I always get fixated on for like half a second and then I move on to the next one. So I'll just kind of share those um, at the end of each week, which snack was my favorite of the week. And it's always a pretty niche snack or one that you wouldn't expect. So this week it was animal crackers. I don't know why, but animal crackers have really been my specialty this week. And also Ritz crackers and peanut butter. Highly recommend. Um, But those two are the those those were dear to my heart this past week and I can assure you it's going to change next week because last semester it changed on the daily basically so I'll update you with that with that next week I hope you all continue to have an amazing tw- year of 2022 and I can't wait to do next week's podcast um I hope you all stay safe despite everything that's happening with covid um keep yourself safe keep others safe and Let's protect one another. I hope that you all have a great rest of your day and follow the Instagram. It's called OK Yup Podcast. And you can reach out via email at okyuppodcast at gmail.com if you have any questions, concerns, advice, whatever it might be. Um, and then also you can reach out on the podcast too. On the podcast, sorry, podcast Instagram too, through DM or comments or anything. So be sure to do that because I love love hearing from anyone. So have a great rest of your day. Like always, I'm rooting for all of you. And join me next time on OK Up. Mm-hmm.